Hello. Oh, hi. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's no big deal. I was uh lost track. I mean, I didn't forget that we were recording, but I did forget that it was close to five thirty. I forgot towards the end of the day while I was still trying to do some work. It's all right. It happens. Oh, you would think that I would have known this was going to happen, but I don't exist in every time. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess we'll uh, we'll get into it. It's the Watchman on the Couch. Welcome back to Watchmen on the Couch. Today we are discussing episode 8 of season 1, and I think we can officially call it a season now, A God Walks Into A Bar. I'm Tim Pickerel. I'm Mike Daffron. And you can check out more on this show and other shows on the Watchers on the Couch Network at WatchersOnTheCouch.com. Don't forget to check our Discord, join the conversation with us, and by us I mean myself and Chris and one other person because Mike still hasn't joined, but that's okay. <laughs> I will at some point. So what'd you think, Mike? Uh it was okay. Um wasn't a horrible episode. It was not a horrible episode. <laughs> I had a love uh, Go ahead. I had a love hate relationship with this episode. Um going through it and it became okay, how much longer are we gonna do the back and forth stuff. I like the, I like the Dr. Manhattan existing in both time stuff, but how many times are we going to go back to this bar and do this stuff? And like, can we please proceed with the story? Cause there's only one episode left. That's how I felt. And but, I had a love hate too with it, but that said, I really enjoyed the episode. And then a lot of stuff happened at the very end. So there, and there's a lot of confusing stuff as well. Um, is there? Does Dr. Manhattan, he can see, he sees all his experiences at once. Uh Uh-huh. So, but he can't change his future or anything, right? Apparently, yeah. So basically, that's saying there's no free will, I'm in a sense. I would say so, yeah. I mean, I, I can't think, I can't understand it any other way because sometimes it seems like, oh, it's just how I experience time. And like, but then other times he's making decisions like, why did he leave Europa? He left because he wanted to come meet Angela. Well, if he experiences time all at once, mm-hmm. like that wasn't a free will decision, really. Because he was always just going to end up doing that. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, but that's always kind of been the case with Dr. Manhattan. It's like, why would he... Like, if he knew Vite was going to drop a squid anyway, then... Right. So it, it and, seems like... You know, he, he said something about Vietnam and he regrets it. Well, if he, knows, if he knew, why'd he do it? It's, you know, well, yeah, it seems like time is very linear in the Watchmen series. There's no, like... There's no real paradox you're just kind of stuck to the path that you're on yeah either that or the entire story is told through dr manhattan so when he does change his mind he already knows that he's changed his mind and <laughs> it'd still be the same thing then so yeah. it, and really like theoretically like if you could create a computer uh powerful enough to uh know the position of like every atom in the universe 
which is which is impossible because the amount of energy to create and use this computer is more than the energy in the universe itself. Uh, but theoretically, let's just say you would know every, where every position of the every piece of matter, everything in the universe, and you knew exactly where everything was at. Like you could start predicting where everything would be and would be, and then you know every second on, you'd basically be able to predict uh, the future, kind of for one, and it, it, in a sense, like just. We're all just moving energy around in a sense. So like there isn't any free will like you doesn't matter. I'm not really the right person to explain this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this a pedophile? No, this is just uh sciencey stuff that, you know, I've heard from people smarter than me. Oh, okay. Uh, that discuss that there isn't actually any free will. Like free will is just an illusion, Michael. Yeah, I kind of feel that way. Like yeah, the more I mean, the more that I go through, like even even like I even as like I'm a pretty big atheist, but I still kind of feel like you're pretty much already written. Like you really know the decisions you're going to make before they happen. It's basically that that doesn't mean like you're aware that you're going to make the decisions, which is kind of enough of a gray area, but your brain's already programmed in a certain way. And it will adapt to new information, but you were always probably going to get that information with the choices that you made. So, right. It's really just like trying to break down uh, what everything is into, you know, the smallest like particle or atoms or break it down to everything. It's just energy. And like you're made up of energy. You're pretty much just energy when it comes down to it. And coffee. and coffee, you know, coffee energy. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. Like, you you think you're thinking or making decisions and <laughs> stuff, but it's kind of just energy all moving around. Mm-hmm. And anyway, that yeah. <laughs> At any rate, what we're trying to say is nothing matters. So just go ahead and stop listening to us and everything and just go ahead and check off the planet because it's done. Everything's it's, done. It's not your decision uh, whether you listen or not. Because there's no free will. And you've already chosen whether or not you were listening. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, where do you want to go from here, Tim? Oh. Let me just start going through my notes and stuff. Yeah, sure. All right. Well, Dr. Manhattan walks into a bar. Supposedly, that I think that bar is like Eddie's Bar or something. Uh, I, I, I think that's a reference to the comedian. His mm-hmm. name was... Eddie, uh, Blake. Anyway, that might have been where he shot the woman that he got pregnant or something or killed. I don't know. Uh, there's also a guy peeing on the wall, like right as soon as yeah. Dr. Manhattan walks in. I'm like, what the fuck? This bar doesn't have a bathroom. There's peeing on the streets in Vietnam. Yeah, that's uh, open. I wonder if they have open defecation. Ugh, these shithole countries. <laughs> God. It's a shithole state, Mike. Oh, oh okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's uh, it's the where's a where do you think of places that they just shit out in the open here in America? That's probably the place. San Francisco. Yeah, this is the San Francisco of uh, states. Apparently, <laughs> they got a real problem with that. I would have a real problem with that. Uh, anyway, oh, so we find out that that Mars 
video and stuff is basically just like a recording of him mm-hmm. and just a manipulation. So which we kind of which we kind of assumed from Lady True's realization last week. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't sound like it's the government. I don't. It doesn't sound like the government or whatever would even does it even knows that that's a recording. Like they right. actually think that it is him. I mean. If he exists in all times, isn't it really him, though? <laughs> He's sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was walking there at some point, so isn't he always walking there? Right. Okay. Uh, any, all right. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know what to say. To, I just don't. I, I don't know. See, see, these are the type of questions I, I keep coming across as I'm watching the episode. I'm like, wait, but... So that's why, like, the explanation of kind of not having free will makes it easier to digest who Dr. Manhattan is mm-hmm. and how he kind of sees time and uh, his whole existence. I think the, uh, the most interesting thing that um, about Dr. Manhattan... He's at all places in all time, so he's technically always cheating on somebody. With that big dick. <laughs> so, like while while Lori's licking batteries, it's uh at the same time, like, where are you right now? Oh, I'm uh I'm having sex with a person that really doesn't like you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. And like that's a stupid question to ask, isn't it? To ask Dr. Manhattan because Yeah, you don't want to know. Well, he, it doesn't matter. There's not one. How is there one specific uh, time that he is in? Because he's not ever in one specific time. I mean, he I guess... sees everything at once. He experiences everything at once at all times. Mm-hmm. Unless they're like at that, that current Dr. Manhattan has something on his mind at that moment. So it puts him in that place. Then he doesn't experience everything at once. But he can. Okay, he just chooses to at times. Yeah, I mean, like if if Angelus is sucking in bed, he's like, uh, <laughs> I'm going back to Lori. <laughs> loves that big D. Oh man, what a creep, Doctor Manhattan is. Yeah, well, he got it from you know those uh, Jesus freaks who just like to fuck a lot. <laughs> who are the people on Europa? That Dr. Manhattan made. Yeah, so that they're, answers, they're, yeah. That answers that question. So the only thing we got wrong is that he's not on is that Vite's not on Mars. He's on he's on Europa. Uh yeah. I think we knew that from last episode or the episode before though. That he's on Europa. Did we know he was on Europa? Oh yeah, because we saw yeah, Jupiter. Yeah. Right. When he launched himself out. That's right. That's but right. we didn't know we still didn't know how he got there. Who created that world and those people? Mm-hmm. So we do know that it was Dr. Manhattan and that Dr. Manhattan left. And, and I might add, slowly and dramatically left. He could have just zapped himself away, but he decided, I'm going to just rise up slowly. Mm-hmm. Take a look at my taint. <laughs> Bye. Fuck you guys. You're boring me. <laughs> That's basically what happened. He just got bored. Like, he's like, oh, they just love me because I made them that way. 
but at the same time, he's always there. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so part of him's always getting bored. Man, every bad decision sucks so much more. It's hard to, I think it's hard for a human being to write an omnipotent character. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think it's hard to fathom all the uh, all the things. Either that or they're just not explaining Dr. Manhattan correctly. Like, because he still has the things that he wants to do in that moment, even though he's experiencing everything and he knows the outcome. Yeah. So I think there is I think there is a present quote unquote Dr. Manhattan at any given time. Like right. an, like an aspect of him that is in the moment. Yeah. Dr. Manhattan, man, you just gotta live in the moment. <laughs> uh I live in all moments. <laughs> I touch all walls. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Whoa. That's why Angela chose that guy. She saw him naked already. She's like, mm, yeah, I want that big black D. <laughs> <laughs> and, and John's like, mine's bigger. Right. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll scale down a bit. I don't know. You know what? I find it kind of fucked up that Angela is just okay with like, I don't know, basically fucking a dead body for 10 years. Well, he's not a dead body. He just looks like a dead body. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she's in, in the morgue. She's like looking at him like, I don't know, like passionately or something. She's looking at Dr. Manhattan while they're in the morgue and like the dead bodies are pulled out. And I'm just like, Grody. I know. I, I think it's. At least this way, it's not actually a dead body. Like if they actually put Vite's little uh, like tunnel tunnel of love into the dead guy's head, and Ooh. then that was all of a sudden Doctor Manhattan animates that body, that would be gross. But I think uh, <laughs> I think they found a loophole. Oh, he just looks like that dead guy. I haven't. Don't you ever see a uh, the occasional old movie where oh she's hot? What if <laughs> <laughs> what? What if you died and Dr. Manhattan used your likeness? How'd you feel about that? I don't know. I don't think I'd care. Well, you'd be dead, so you wouldn't care. But, the, you know, yeah, but even this like, is just like a thought experiment. Kind of, yeah, it's kind of like one of those things like, okay, what do you want done with your body when you die? It's like, I don't care. Yeah. The cheapest thing. Yeah, stuff it and just change my clothes. Put me on the couch. Like, you know, do some Tim Taxidermy. Yeah. Just leave me around for the holidays. Um, Weekend some, at Bernie's. Put some Christmas lights on me. Um, you know, set me on fire. Shoot me into space. I don't care. Yeah. Dead. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, so on Europa. Use me to make clones. <laughs> cool I'm down with that I would love to be the first mass produced clone I will say that I'd be okay with it it would not bother me yeah it'd be interesting although you would need like a mechanical machine for like mechanical maturation so yeah. that machine also on 
Europa was made by Dr. Manhattan. Yes. Which is fucking doesn't make sense to me either because he can create life and he can create that whole world in 90 seconds. Well, like he needs a mechanical machine to take these babies to adults. Well, I don't think he does. I think he made that for Vite. But he said he said he but he said that mechanical maturation. Oh, well, okay. He just he just just said that they can see the future. Yeah. And he can. Yeah. I mean, there's Mm. stuff we'll get into later where it makes it Mm. seem like he meant not only did he create that world for Vite, that he knows what's going to happen to Vite while he's on that world, too. Dr. Manhattan's too confusing. He's way confusing. And he says, like, at least three times in this episode, I get that this is frustrating or this must be frustrating. It is. I still love it. I want to know. Like, there has to be somebody in England that's just like, where the fuck did my mansion go? (laughs) He said he teleported it. He didn't just create a likeness of it, one just like it. He 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 fucking teleported it. What a dick. I guess it's easier to create life than to just build a, uh, build a, build a mansion. It could have made the same exact replica, but he stole somebody's fucking mansion and he put it on Europa. Well, what a he dick. Has, he has, uh, he has fond memories of that place. <sighs> it's not the same if you just make the, uh. If you just like make a replica of it, I guess he needs that actual closet that he saw people fuck in. Yeah, I wonder if Doctor Manhattan gets in that closet and masturbates. He's always in that closet, masturbating as a kid. He also like it's <laughs> it, they make it sound like he saw them have sex. He didn't see them have sex. They were just kind of like making out. Uh, yes. Well, I mean, back then that was sex. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> back back in those days. <laughs> back in those days. Back in the 30s. You made babies with your clothes on. Everybody, right. know, everybody yeah. knows that, Mike. Yep. Yeah, sleep in a potato sack. Yeah, so is he, because he, is that trauma from Dr. Manhattan? Is that why he's a sex addict now? Is he a sex addict? He's had sex with uh, three people that we know of. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> I guess he isn't a sex addict. But I mean, technically, he's always having sex. So. <laughs> huh. Yeah. And, and he's also. So he is. <laughs> and he's also always having that one drink in that bar. So he's always drinking. Oh, man. Everything that's ever happens that's bad or, like, uh, not pleasing, mm-hmm. that that sucks so much more. Yeah. Anything he does, he's a chronic one of those. Yes. <laughs> he is a chronic masturbator. He is absolutely a chronic masturbator. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Even if he only killed one person, he'd be a mass murderer. Yeah. <laughs> Because he's always killing. Murdering every day. Every second of every day. Just murdering. 
All right, all right, listeners. What else is uh, is Doctor Manhattan always doing? Let us know in the, either by leaving us a voicemail or joining the Discord server. Let us know because there's got to be other things besides chronic masturbating that he's up to. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Let's see. What do I got in my notes? Angela's vagina is all beat up. Is it? <laughs> uh, yeah. You saw Cal naked when he's, you know, goes uh, go see Adrian. to Adrian Vite in Antarctica. Go well, see his little lair. So that's the, that's an interesting question. The question is, is that Cal's dick? Or is that John Osterman's dick? And he's just got the Cal, uh, the Cal skin on. Mm, I would guess it's Cal's. I don't know. I'm guessing he took the guy's full body. Well, he didn't look at the full body, though. They didn't, like, whip the cover all the way off. Yeah, but can't Dr. Manhattan, like, see through things? I don't know. Is he Superman? I think he can kind of see through things. So, like, uh, that little device that Adrian made, he couldn't see what was in the box. The box was, like, uh, irradiated with tachyon particles. Right. And he couldn't see in it. So that kind of tells me that he can see inside other things. Well, that's because. And just the box was irradiated, not the actual device he made. Interesting. I was assuming it was because the thing was irradiated with tachyons. It blurs his ability to see that part of his future. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Hence I just why, know he couldn't see what was in the box. Hence why he also doesn't have any memories once it's in his head. Right. Because uh, yeah, yeah, Adrian uses gloves when he's holding the box. Mm-hmm. But then once he gets the device out, he just is holding it with his bare hands. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But what you said does make sense. You know, he he just can't see his future with that thing, in a sense. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Who knows? All I know is that it's hilarious that Angela's the one that got Judd killed. Oh, my God. She's so fucking stupid. (laughs) She's the dumbest person. Like I knew right away that she fucking, um, like... He tells her it's 10 fucking years ago that I'm talking to him. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, well, ask him how he knows about Judd. No, <laughs> <laughs> you're so dumb. She's dumb as hell. Oh, have, have you ever watched a fucking time travel movie ever? <laughs> well, just I mean, even still, like what makes you think he was doing his research 10 years ago? <laughs> About Tulsa, when he's not in Tulsa. <laughs> God. Uh, he's not doing any research. He's chilling out in Captain Metropolis's old pad. Yep. And he forms an alliance. Hmm. So, does this mean that Will and Lady True are, like, good guys in a sense? Because fucking Dr. Manhattan also takes the kids and zaps them to 
Will at some theater or something downtown. Mm-hmm. And Will was also expecting them. So. Uh, I, I mean, presumably John tells him that, hey, in like 10 years, I'm going to zap some kids over to you. I guess he tells him all the future, which again means. Yeah. So he would tell him. Dr. Manhattan told Will 10 years ago that uh, 10 years from now, I'm going to zap the kids to you. Which, again, kind of takes away free will again, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But I guess that doesn't mean necessarily that, because we don't really know Lady True and Will's uh, relationship too closely, really. Right. You know, Lady True could still be kind of a bad guy. Will could kind of maybe be playing her. You know, like, hey, oh, yeah, I'm on your team, Miss True. Mm-hmm. And he's actually not. And he's on Manhattan and Angela's side. And, and I don't know what I'm saying right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I suspect the reason why True knows is either because Will told her or Dr. Manhattan tells her. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, and that, that conversation with uh, Lady True and Angela makes more sense now, because... Right. Yeah, yeah, right, okay. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, and since she's dealing with... Well, she oh, she would know because she'd have access to Will's memories, because Will's trying to, like... Will's taking the nostalgia to... Right. ...remember. Yeah. So he's going, so he's going senile, so... Hence, we get some nostalgia. Hence, True now knows Will's memories. Hence, she knows about Dr. Manhattan. Ooh. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Slick stuff. Cool <laughs> stuff. Neat stuff. Garth Brooks is totally somebody who'd kill Dr. Manhattan and try to take his powers because it's tough being a uh, white country singer. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh. Oh, hey, another thing. So when Angela and Dr. Manhattan have their argument Mm -hmm. and Dr. Manhattan teleports himself to Antarctica, Mm why did he teleport himself so far away from Adrian's lair? He just wanted to go for a walk in the Antarctic to cool off (laughs) from that heated argument. Maybe he can't teleport directly inside. Well... I know, I know why it is. I mean, it's to show the scene, the establishing shot. To yeah. yeah, which but, great job of making it look pretty much exactly like it was in the movie. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Oh, so now we we also do know for sure that because we see Adrian, he's using also a teleporting machine to teleport squids into whatever cities he wants. Mm-hmm. So. Because I don't know if we were completely clear on that. I mean, when I, I think it was assumed that Adrian, that was part of Adrian's plan. Maybe the government was still doing that. Mm-hmm. But we did see at least in the 80s that he was still doing that. I don't know if his machine is just automat- on auto right now in Antarctica or mm-hmm. somebody else took that over. Well, he might be back now. Yeah, but did they ever mention that there was... I mean, that would be a span of time that where there wasn't any. Well, if you want, if we want to jump into the post-credit stuff, 
we know that it's um so we so so now because of this we have an establishment that it's 10 years from the time uh Vite disappears to the current day. Right. So we know at the end of this episode Vite's been gone 7 years. Right. So there's 3 years left unaccounted for. Right. So did he just come back and be like Oh, business as usual. Back to the squids. Maybe. <laughs> People are like, fuck! We didn't have these for seven years! <laughs> or if it was on auto, but it didn't change the you know, like, cities. It's just like fucking raining on Madagascar. It's just always, like, yeah. It's seven always, years. It's always squidding on Tulsa. Yeah. So. Oh. By the way, fuck post-credit scenes. I'm tired of this shit. That like, was in fucking movies and fucking TV, just fucking stop. Put it in your goddamn show if you want me to sh- fucking watch it. I didn't even know until the next day that there was post-credit scene. Oh. And I'm like, ugh, God. okay, I gotta watch this fucking post-credit scene. Cool. You didn't notice how long the episode was when you, or did you watch it live? Uh, No, I watched it on uh, HBO now. Okay. But. I was just like, oh, credits. It's like, oh, this one's this one's 106 minutes long. They haven't done any other post-credit scenes. Right. No, they, they haven't. Just decided out of nowhere. Cause as soon as it as soon as the credits roll, I'm done and I'm either watching something else or most likely I'm just going to bed. Okay. See, I usually yeah, I, I stay through the credits because I'm gonna watch the scenes for the next episode. Well, that's the thing. So you can basically on HBO now you can pause it or just like and then if you pause it, then right below, you know, if you just click down, uh, it will show you uh, the next on scenes, the previews for the next scene, oh. the next episode. Like, so that way I don't have to fucking fast forward through it. And then, oh, I went too far. Rewind back. Rewind a little bit more back. Oh, mm-hmm. so I can just directly just go directly to the previews for the next episode. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't bother doing that. That's too much work. I just, uh, I just go ahead and watch faster. the all the way through. <laughs> it's actually, it's faster. It's easier for me. But yeah, on, like, uh, the fire stick is what I use. Yeah. It's like halfway. It's not even like most of the credits. Like it's only like 10 seconds of credits before you start hearing that stuff. And it's like, what the shit is going on? And then you're still watching it. And it's like, mm-hmm. is something going to happen or is they just going to play this throughout the whole credits and it's going to cut to black and then. Yeah, that was weird. It was a bizarre. They're smashing tomatoes in his face. Yeah. Well, all he's got is a tomato tree. Okay. Is that their torture? <laughs> I guess. Lock him up and hit him with tomatoes. <laughs> Lock him up. Lock him up. So he has that nice conversation with the warden and uh, find out the warden is the the first. He's the Adam of Europa. Yeah. And he uh, gets that. uh, Apparently, when you're the first, you uh, get to have a mustache. Yeah, I guess. And if he was the first, uh, I guess they don't age like they mature in the little microwave. And that's it. And they live forever. I guess until uh, Vite kills him. Sure. Because <laughs> he's 20 years older than everybody else. Mm, is he? Yeah. He is the one of the first. 
No, he, he he was the first one with um, another Miss Crookshanks or whatever. Right, but are we, are we saying that he was there for... Oh, right, because... Well, no, he's at least... he's he's. At, where are you getting 20 from? I guess that's where I'm getting thrown off. Because... Uh, because he was gone for 20 years. Like Angela asked him, so where have you been for the last 20 years? And he says on Europa. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, it, it doesn't really matter. But so is he is uh, the game warden wearing a mask because he is hiding his trauma and pain. Like Lori Blake has said, that's why people wear masks. Seems that way. Yeah, he seems to have some daddy issues. Oh, you miss your big blue dick? (laughs) You miss your daddy's dick? Enjoy your fucking cake. Yeah. You cake fucker. So he got a horseshoe. And he's super excited about digging something up in his uh, prison. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Or he's digging his way out. Well, I mean, the horseshoe. This is why I think. Uh, Or digging his way out. Okay. This is why I think uh, Dr. Manhattan knows what's going to happen. Because in the first few episodes, they're always trying to give him that horseshoe. And they're like asking, is it time yet? Or is not is like whatever. And it's like, it's fucking horseshoe, man. It's not a knife. So they know that they're supposed to give him this horseshoe at some point. But they don't know when. Well, but Adrian says uh, in one of the scenes, he's like, I don't need this yet. Adrian says that. Oh, Adrian says that. That's right. He says it after he killed all those fucking people. And they're just dead bodies everywhere. Like in, I don't know, it looks like a dining, a giant dining room. He's like, oh, I, got, I had a little bit of a night last night. <laughs> And he sees he's like, I don't need this yet. So um, he, was he like training them? Like, if I'm ever locked up, <laughs> make me a cake. Eventually make me a cake, depending on the day. I mean, obviously, we're going to have to wait till my anniversary of being here. But I'll need that horseshoe, not a shovel. Or something that could work better than a horseshoe? Ah. I don't know. Maybe, uh, I don't know. I don't even know where I was going to go with that, maybe. I guess we'll find out. Or we won't. But (laughs) the one thing that we did notice on the previews for the next episode is that it said the season finale. Ah. See... Pretty sure, yeah. It's probably already again guaranteed that there's going to be a season two. Mm-hmm. There's there's way 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 fucking too much to just wrap up in one episode. Yeah, because we gotta know what happened to uh, what's his name? Lube Dale? Man. Well, Lube oh. Man. Is it? <laughs> I want to say Dale. Is it Dale? Who's it, looking glass? W- Wade. Wade. Yep. Yeah, Dale know what's Wade. To him. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to get to. 
I, I think it's possible that they could pretty much kind of wrap it up, have a pretty satisfying uh, episode. But I still think there's just a lot of unanswered questions. Plus, they did a great job at building a world, you know, so it'd be really easy to make another season. I'm looking forward to uh, Lori seeing Big Blue Cal. Yes. She'll be like, where the fuck have you been? I knew you were hot for a reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Get over here and give me that D. Oh, man. I don't know, is there anything else? There's probably nothing else. That's like everything, except for the fact that we, yeah, Dr. Manhattan does get zapped by the 7th Calvary and gets teleported away, so. Yeah, which again, I'm like, he knows this, but like, he just, he's not going to do anything about it. You know, no mm-hmm. like free will type thing that I'm just like, he could just zap himself somewhere else. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is what he wants to do. Is he transferring his powers through like fucking eggs and waffles? Yeah, I think that's what it is. There's going to be some breakfast. Um, and everybody is going to just, you know, Angela's going to have fucking Dr. Manhattan's powers. Great. That sounds <laughs> fucking great. Dumbass Dr. Manhattan. She's, she's, she's stupid at all times. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh man it's 2019 i'm in a room with a fucking elephant oh hey another thing (laughs) there is no fucking paradox about the chicken and the egg the fucking egg came first all right it's real important that people goddamn know that that the egg came first it's called fucking evolution all right there was a fucking egg and it was birthed from something that was very similar to a chicken but not completely a chicken all right and then that's that's how evolution works okay yeah something that was very similar to a chicken had an offspring that had a mutate had certain mutations that made it a chicken there you go boom fucking egg came first not very difficult fucking throw your goddamn stupid blue bible away because Dr. Manhattan knows it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> That's a fake story. <laughs> Those are fake people. I made real people in my fake story. <laughs> I know. That is fucking... That's pretty funny. <laughs> no. My people are real. <laughs> All right. Maybe there used to be another... Maybe there was another Dr. Manhattan, you know, years ago. No. It's just all. Yeah, it's just all. It's Manhattan's all the way down. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know if I have really much else. Uh Yeah, uh we saw the uh we saw a glowing cow. Um and I think that's uh that's where we end it. With a little bit of uh blue on black. Yeah, I think that's it. Because pretty much anything else I had just pretty much relates to the stuff we already talked about, like that I thought was kind of confusing uh, about Doctor Manhattan. But if we just leave it to no free will, that works for me. This was actually a pretty good one for me. Uh, totally fucking flaking and almost forgetting that we had an episode to record today. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. We did it! Yay! And we are always doing it.
Oh. So, <laughs> so it's it's 2015. I'm sitting with Mike talking about Game of Thrones. Yeah. We, we make our first dick joke. <laughs> hey, it was funny. Uh, Adrian tells Dr. Manhattan that uh, he can't look like that any, because it's the 80s and it's not cool, <laughs> like the, the appropriation. Yeah. Like I'm like, it's two thousand. He says two thousand nine. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, they, yeah, right. That wasn't the eighties. What am I thinking? I said that earlier. My apologies. Yeah, that scene wasn't the eighties. It just almost kind of looked like it because he's basically using like eighties technology. Because mm-hmm. I guess he's been down there that whole time by himself. I guess so weird. Except for his like even- squid teleporter. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Has he been fucking down there by himself this whole time? I'm assuming. Like, ever since they quote-unquote defeated him or whatever, he uh, dropped his squid that he's just been down there. And All right. Nobody knows what uh, became of him or what he did. And Oh. Hey, when Dr. Manhattan, when they did do that establishing shot with Dr. Manhattan walk up to Adrian's lair, wasn't, was there like a destroyed building to uh, Dr. Manhattan's right? It looks like uh, there was a building that was kind of like destroyed. I don't older. remember. Oh. I'll have to look back at that. Anyway. That's it, Tim. That'll oh, do it. Yeah, so uh, next week we've got the uh, season finale of Watchmen. So probably going to be a lot to talk about. We'll find out whether or not the season was worth it. Angela comes- will be a Dr. Manhattan, and she will have a giant pussy. I want to see uh, Mere Manhattan. Yeah. Looking, man, looking Manhattan. Manhattan uh, glass. Lube glass Manhattan. Yes. Petey Manhattan. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, which is actually all times, I'm Tim Pickerel. I'm Mike Daffron. And uh, I don't know. Don't get hit in the head with a hammer because you'll wake up and. Hey, hold on. One what? last thing. Oh, sorry. Shit. Sorry, listeners. I'm gonna put this as he post said, credits. All right. <laughs> He's he said he said that there was a period of time that he can't see. But after Angela took that device out, he was starting to remember the times that he had that device in. Mm-hmm. Therefore, he would always be able to see that in between time that he had the device in. Cause he gained those memories. After the device was out, therefore, again, he sees everything at all times. <laughs> the fucking writers didn't think about that one. Fucking lazy storytelling. <laughs> lazy storytelling. Burn it down. I'm sending a disgruntled email. Yeah, answer that, Petey. Yeah. Fucking lube douche. All right. All right, that's it. That's it. Bye. Bye.